Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast, where we help business owners connect to their profits and earn their freedom. Join us as we discuss ways you can grow your small business, build your wealth, and help others along the way. Here's your host, Dan Cotton. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and I am going to be chatting with you guys today about online marketing and building your email lists and some things you need to be doing right now. If you're not already doing, and if you're already doing them, maybe give you guys a few little tips and tricks and things to reevaluate, reassess some of the stuff you have going on. You may notice that my audio quality is a little bit different than normal. I am traveling. I'm currently uh, actually at Daytona Nationals, uh, Daytona College Nationals right now, uh, supporting a bunch of athletes that I've coached that are now competing on uh, college teams. And uh, so I don't have all my equipment and all of my setup, but uh, wanted to talk to you guys about marketing because it's such an important piece in what you're doing and you're growing your small business. And if you're not already doing it, what do you need to do right now? Or what can you improve to make things better? Because here I am in Daytona and I wake up this morning and I have three new all-star registrations for my all-star program. And I have done zero to make it happen beyond build my automations, build my online marketing and uh, create engagement and uh, it's all automated, so I'm not I'm not having to do anything. It doesn't even require anything of my uh, admin staff, uh, and it's just running and working for me. And so, what are things you can be doing right now as you try to build your lists and uh, market more effectively? So the first thing we want to talk about is building your lists. Building your lists is such an important piece of what you do and what is building a list uh well what we're talking about there is building our email lists our lists that we're going to be engaging with and uh sending follow-on emails and getting people to sign up and join um or or later on market to and uh, oftentimes these will be referred to as funnels as well or or a or a step in your funnel, um, but building your lists is simply so critical to uh, to being able to market um, and being able to engage with customers because most customers are are browsers. Uh, they're you know they're floating around the internet, they're scrolling Facebook, scrolling Instagram, and they see something interesting and they click on it um, and. We want to be building lists of people who click on it, so we want to make sure we have effective pixels in any of our advertisements that we're running, uh, and we want to make sure that we have a way to uh, give people the opportunity to provide us their email in exchange for information or a deal or, or something like that. And if you want to hear a more nuanced discussion in this, a much deeper dive, uh, and you haven't listened to my interviews with Cher uh, Fuller, who is uh, somewhat of a, a branding and marketing expert and actually has done over a decade in email marketing in some of the biggest companies in the United States, um, you should check that out because we go into a lot more detail about that stuff. But let's talk about building our lists and effective marketing. So when we're talking about marketing, 
what I particularly am referring to is primarily Facebook and Instagram marketing. Um, I've done some testing with Google AdWords, uh, and it does it does okay for us. Um, I've started looking into YouTube uh, ads. I've started looking into Hulu ads, but I haven't taken the leap on any of those, so I can't speak articulately to them um, on on what is effective there. But I'm primarily talking about online on social media, Facebook and Instagram are where we do the bulk of our paid advertising. So the first thing you can be doing when you're doing paid advertising uh, is brand awareness. And when we're, we're talking about brand awareness is we're just promoting who we are. And a lot of people think of brand awareness as like boosting a post, right? Something great happened, so you boost a post, you get a lot of engagement, and you're creating brand awareness. And you are creating brand awareness, but really all you're getting for that boosted post uh, most of the time is likes. Um, people are potentially liking your page that didn't like your page before, which means they might be more likely to see some of your advertising in the future. Um, but overall, the return on investment there is a little bit lower. So when we're doing brand awareness, we want to be running these as advertisements and, and pay, boosted posts versus paid ads are different things on Facebook. Uh, and so you want to be running paid advertisements because they're going to be far more lucrative for you. You're going to get a much better return on investment. Uh, and when we run these paid ads for brand awareness, our main goal is to build a list. We want to send people to our website, uh, hopefully getting them to um, enter their email. And it could be uh, entering their email to get your monthly uh, parenting tips and tricks or your best workout techniques or your uh, at-home tumbling techniques uh, once a month. So they're, they're getting something for giving you their email. There's a reason they're giving you their email, but we're really just trying to build awareness of our brand, make them know who we are. And if we, get, if we don't get their email, they're at least seeing our brand, um, seeing whatever it is that we are promoting. And it can still be the same thing you would have boosted. It could be a, a placement at a competition or a phenomenal new skill or a great new staff member. Those things are things that you can still promote. Um, some people would say, well, just boost the post. And a staff member, I would probably just boost the post because I'm not going to get a lot of emails for that. Um, but you can still run these things as advertisements. Um, next, and probably the, the, the best technique you can use is some sort of special offer. And you can understand why this would be a special technique or the best technique because it is something that people want and they need to take advantage of this special offer. And if they don't, they miss it. Uh, and special offers can be list building and they also can be sales. So you could be running a special offer like a... Um, something that enters them into a raffle or gives them a future 20% off of a purchase uh, or a registration or a camp or any one of those things, um, but it's not for right now, or it could be a special offer like you're running a limited time deal on something uh, that they need to take advantage of right now uh, in order to get it. So, um, two different kind of special offers. So right now we're running our all-star registration and our all-star registration does have a special offer attached to it, which is pre-registration, early registration saves you money. Um, so that's kind of a special offer. Do I think it is the most attractive? No, I think uh, next year I'm going to package it a little bit differently. 
um, and I'm going to start earlier doing some special offers um, and engagement to try and get more more people on my list and make uh, the deal more appetizing, more something people really feel that urgency to get. Because for us, the if they did the earliest registration, they saved fifty dollars total, which. 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Um, but there are a lot of people who 50 bucks isn't going to really move the needle that much for them. So um, trying to find other ways to really, really sweeten the pot there. Um, so you can be running special offers that can be either just building lists or they can also be directly related to a sale. Uh, special offer 10% uh, off of our camps until X date. So those special offers can be list building or they can be sales. They don't have to be a particular one. Um, they, they both have their pros and cons, but you definitely want to um, be using this technique. And if you find that your special offers aren't doing enough for you, then you really need to take a, a, a critical look on what is your, you know, what is your headline? Are you using engaging, um, need creating language in that headline of, you know, take action now, limited time offer, you know, those kind of, and you got to split test these things. You got to figure out what it is that people are the most likely to want to click on and, and feel that need to, to click on your post and give that information so you can get their email, add them to your list, or you can get them to purchase and be a paying client. The last thing you can be doing with marketing, which you absolutely can be doing, which is just simply straight up sales. There's no special offer. There's just, we're selling. We, our camps are available now. Um, so, you know, you can still say sign up before they're full and you're not doing any sort of special offer other than, you know, spaces are limited or things of that nature, or you can do none of that. And you can just simply say camps now open for registration and you can run an advertisement for that. Um, that is absolutely a, a valid technique. There's nothing wrong with it. You don't always have to be giving a special offer, but you are going to see, generally speaking, a higher return on special offers because when you're running just straight up in your face, just, just a sale of a product, uh, you're only going to get people who want your product enough that they're willing to pay full price and they're willing to do it right now. And they're, they're generally a, a client or a customer who's already sold on it um, and not necessarily a new customer or someone who is trying to learn more or decide whether or not they want to take advantage of your services. If there's nothing else I can get to you is you need to be marketing. If you're not marketing right now in this day and age, if you're not, if you don't have an online presence, if you don't have a website that functions, that allows you to sell, that allows you to get emails and build your lists, that allows you to integrate that with your email platform. Uh, we at NextGen recommend uh, ActiveCampaign. That's what we all use and is uh, so far our, our best uh, platform that we recommend. Um, and you're not building those lists and you're not doing that work, you're going to grow slower. It's going to be harder. It's going to be more difficult to build in automations like this uh, and do some of the things that you're wanting to do. Now, can you get creative? Can you do backdoor designs and have Google Forms and Google Payments and other things? Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, but one thing we're always thinking about is what is our customer experience like? Is it a, uh, a frictionless experience? Oftentimes I'll use the term, it just feels clunky and I don't want to do, I don't want a clunky experience when I'm trying to sign up for something. 
uh, I myself, as a customer, have had things that I've been trying to buy that I've just stopped. I, I haven't ended up buying because it was too difficult for me to give them my money. And I didn't want the product that much or it was it just wasn't a good experience for me as a customer trying to sign up. And if I have am having such a bad experience trying to sign up, it makes me question how my experience is going to be once I have. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast, but there was a, a time where I was going to sign my kids up at a local jujitsu gym. Um, I wanted my boys to start doing jujitsu and, and I actually still haven't gotten them into it, although I'd like to. Um, but I was trying to sign them up and I went into this gym and we'd, I'd already set up a, a free class, like the trial class. I set it up ahead of time and I walked in and no one talked to me for 20 minutes. I'm standing there with my, my sons and we're clearly new. Um, I, you know, I wrote my name down on the thing that said, you know, um, first time here and you, you write your name down and, you know, a couple of people looked at it, but no one told us anything and they just started classes and ignored us and turned around and walked out. And my boys were pretty disappointed. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do it here. I'm, we're not going to pay for a place that it isn't interested in having us or it's going to be like that. So you also have to think about that with your online marketing. You know, are you, are you turning people away by simply your sign up process? And this is why I'm a big believer in not using your class management software like iClass Pro or Jackrabbit or Amelia or whatever it is you use um, to do your initial sign up for people because um, most of those signups are so long. There's so much that people have to do and so much info that they have to give um, that it people are on limited schedules, they're on limited time. You can do that stuff later. I want to get your email, your phone number, and your payment. Those are like the biggest things I need to get, maybe your athlete's name. And then I can figure out the rest later after we've gotten you into the gym. And then, you know, while the kid's taking class, we can get them input into our class management software. So there's there's ways around that. Uh, yes, it's more convenient for them to fill it all out for you, but it's not more convenient for them. So always be thinking about and analyzing, am I making this experience uh, smooth for my potential customers? All right, those are some of my my tips, uh, advice right now, something you need to be doing. I'm, I'm trying to keep this episode a little bit short. Um, we're, I'm trying to mix it up with longer interview episodes and some shorter just down and dirty, lots of information uh, episodes. So uh, if you've listened to the end, thank you. Uh, if you got something out of this and you feel someone else could uh, benefit from it, share it with your friend. Uh, with that, this is Dan Cotton. Uh, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Next Generation People in Profits podcast, and we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Next Generation Connecting People and Profits podcast. If you love this content, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and head over to our website to sign up for our emails with tips and tricks on how to grow your business.